What up, what up? What's up? My bye week was good, shorter than, you know, but it's good. You talked about not ever complaining about the bye week when the schedule comes out. I right? did, I did. Looking back, what's the biggest benefit of the bye week for this particular team? Um, I think it allows for some of the guys that um, were injured to get more healthy. Um, some of the guys like Jamal and things like that, as we're working him back into the fold, um, he gets to have a, a week off after a game like that. And um, yeah, I think the, the biggest thing is just health, giving guys time to get back and be healthy so we you know, can make him run. Is there any trick or thing you have to do to make sure, maybe not trick's not the right word, but something just to make sure guys kind of pick up where you left off and not lose any of the momentum after some time away? Um, not really, because a lot of times, like, uh, that first, like the beginning of the season, you come back and, you know, your body's getting used to, um, you know, tackling, getting hit, all those different things. So, you know, sometimes early on a week off is good um, just to <laughs> allow your body to recover a little faster. I, like I said, the energy, um, the big plays, the swag. Um, you know, unfortunately, it was just nine plays, but, you know, we're excited to have him back. His energy is contagious and. Um, you know, we look forward to having more big plays, more big tackles, um, you know, a lot of just game changing plays. Um, it's kind of different because, uh, you know, I've been around some good corners and, you know, he is a corner, but he comes inside and he blitzes and he, you know, so, um, I, it's not really anybody that I've played with per se. Um, he's just a really, really good player. Um, not really, because when he came in, um, you know, they talked about how smart he was, but you saw it when he was studying plays or, you know, his ability, you know, because um, in OTAs he had a couple um, injuries, but, you know, the, the way he was picking up concepts and seeing things, um, you knew once he got his momentum and, you know, he was going to be good. And I think the physicality is a thing that everybody was waiting to see as well. And so I think the just more he gets comfortable, the more plays he's going to make. The way that he practices, does anything about his attention to detail or the way he practices stand out to you? Yeah, I mean, I think he's just constantly on it, constantly trying to talk about different things. Even when something happens, you know, after the plays coming up and seeing like, you know, it's constant conversation. I think as a young player, that's not really normal. A lot of times, you know, young players are just like want to do their job and kind of quiet and things of that nature. But, um, you know, he's always trying to learn, always trying to figure out, um, the angles of blitzes, the um, the co uh, the coverages, things of that nature. So um, I think that's the biggest thing. And he flies around. So he mentioned the other day that he's starting to get some attention and some honors and stuff like that. So now he's got to learn how to, or you know, he's got to handle that a little bit. Do you, I mean, do you sense he's the kind of guy, you know, as a rookie that can kind of handle this the right way? Yeah, for sure. I don't think any of the, I think the like these accolades are cool, but I think. There's a bigger picture and a bigger thing that he, he wants to accomplish. So um, I think some of the stuff that he's finally getting acknowledged for is cool, but I think he understands what the bigger picture for him is. So I think he'll, he'll handle it just fine. Getting 11 sacks and holding the team to three points may not be something you can expect every week, but just bigger picture, how have you seen the defense progress and how good do you feel about the direction you're heading? I feel good. Um, I think. You know, all off season we were talking about stopping a run, and so I think you know we we've, we've been able to do that thus far. 
And then after that, it's how do you complement that with everything else? And so I think last game, you know, our rush did a really good job and it really made things easier for um, the coverage. So I think the more and more that happens, the more we put together games like that, um, you know, I feel good about where we're at. What role has Jay Reed played in uh, helping the run defense this year? Um, I just think how smart he is and his communication. Um, I think he has a, a really good understanding of what the offensive line tries to do from a blocking scheme perspective. And he's really, really good at communicating that to all the D linemen. So, um, you know, you can hear him sometimes before, like call out some plays and call out some pass or the um, protections and things of that nature. And I think that really allows the guys that's playing next to him to play fast. He's nailing those plays. And he yells the protection and that's what it is. He yells the play side and that's what it is. He's pretty accurate in the Yeah, he's pretty accurate. Very accurate. You guys have spent a ton of time in nickel and you're still stopping the run really well. What's been the key to that? I think it's just understanding our run fits, trusting the people around us, uh, making the tackles when we have to, um, being aggressive um, in the run game, and then just, you know, personnel. I feel like the personnel is doing a really good job of just, you know, owning your assignment, embracing your role, and, and um, making the place when it comes to you. So you looked a lot better last week. Just what you've seen from them, the challenges <clears throat> this weekend? Uh, yeah, I think uh, Burrow's looking more, more comfortable and more healthy, and I think all, that always, um, you know, helps their team. Um, they're finding out ways to get their playmakers the ball. And, you know, we just have to make sure that we try to make them one-dimensional. Um, I think people, a lot of times people sleep on their run game. They don't run as much, but um, they have a really talented back that can get going if you don't um, stop them. So our job is to stop them, um, make them do what they want to do, which is throw the ball and then make our plays in the pass game. The, the number of deep plays and the deep balls that Joe Burrows has completed since 2020. Is it the ability of the wide receiver to get open? Is it confusing the defense and creating busted coverages? What's happening on those plays downfield? Um, I think it's a combination of a lot of things. I think they have great wide receivers. So um, I think it starts there. I think they have a guy who can really throw the ball and get it, get it there pretty accurately. Um, and then, yeah, you got so many playmakers. You got to you try to shift to one, and it opens up to another. And so I think they try to utilize the talent that they have, and they have a talented quarterback to get them the ball. So I think it's a combination. It's not just one thing, but um, you know they're a good team. Back to what Brady was saying about the nickel position, you guys playing it as much as you have for a long time. Nickel was a third down guy who would come in and play in obvious passing situations, become more of a starter's position. When did you start to see that kind of? change or morph to where teams felt comfortable just playing nickel almost as their base? I think it's uh, it, it became kind of a thing more when, because the offenses back in the day, they would try to motion to put that that smaller guy majority of the time into the run fit. So you would bring him into the box, and then you would run right at him. And um, that's where they felt like they had to play. But you know, as defense have seen that, they understand how they try to, you know, put the guy in the box. I think one, you know, you find the right people that feel comfortable in the box to make those plays. And then two, understanding when you're going to get attacked and how they're attacking you allows you to play faster. And also the guys around you know that that play is coming so you could cheat that way as well. So I think it's a combination of just guys understanding what the offenses were trying to do to um, attack that particular person and then kind of leaning towards that way. How do you feel like you're playing? And I ask it because you're 33, obviously, and that was sort of the. I'm 32. Yeah. Well, that's what it says. But um, could be lying. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No. No. Okay. Uh, but no. Just you know, 
his player's age, there's always a question, can you play at the same level, Th things like that. But statistically, it seems like you are, and you haven't missed a snap other than when they took you out at the end of the Giants game for a couple of plays. I mean, do you feel like you're playing the same way you did five years ago? Or? I mean, I feel pretty good. I mean, I feel like I'm, you know, making plays. I still I feel like there's things that I could do to improve my game, which I feel like that's always something that I'm proud of myself on is trying to uh, improve and get better. Um, I think it's hard to say whether or not someone's doing good. There's so many, there's so much more season left. I feel like it's off to a good start and there's a lot more stuff to do. And I'll just leave that to you guys to judge it, but I won't really care about it to an extent. Do you pay attention to like pro football focus or any of those kind of ratings? Not really. I mean, I think, um, when it works in your favor, you love it. And when it doesn't, you don't love it. So. Um, you think you know, the NBA game is going to be interesting. How much fun was that? And how much is it the NFL game that you come back to Seattle full time? It was great. It's great being on the court. It's great uh, seeing those guys. Um, it's like a reminder that they're professionals for a reason. Um, but I definitely feel like this city needs a, a NBA team. I think it'd be fun to have that uh, to complement our women's team. And um, who knows? We'll just sit here and wait. I know a lot of people talk about Vegas, but you know, who wants to go to Vegas? How, how much differently do you see the game with all the experience you have compared to when you were you know, earlier in your career? Do you just notice it helps you that you know what's coming more often? Things like that? I, th I think the game's a lot just slower. I think that's what it is. Like you kind of like know what's coming. Um, you understand. I think when I was a rookie, there was a lot of like wasted steps. So it was a lot of like, you want to be so fast, you want to get to everything so quick that you just, you know, you just waste movement, waste steps. Like, um, you know, a lot of times people say you out there just running with a chicken with a head cut off. And so as you be more comfortable, you understand that like, you don't have to um, move as fast when you know where the ball is going. Or, you know, sometimes you'll step this way when the ball's coming that way, and there's no reason to do that. So you might just even sit there and just not move. There's been a couple of times where I don't even move because I know where the ball's coming. So um, that's just trusting what I see, trusting um, what I've seen over my career, and just uh, making a play when I need to. Did you ever get got by the safe space thing that Pete does? Safe space? Yeah. No. No, I was, I was too aware of that. If, can you remember a time where someone really got got? They're about to pour their heart out. No, it's been a couple times where, you know, uh, I was like, Pete, you might want to might wanna cut him. You're about to say a, a real story that uh, we don't want to hear. But um, it's been cool. I think the only one that's really got us, I think, was T.O., um, where he didn't want to sit down and he was going to tell his story. And we thought it was we thought it was real, but it was actually a joke. So he flipped it on us. He was in on With Pete? I, I believe so. The, the meetings that you guys have before games uh, and how unique they are with how Pete does them, do you think those have any impact over the years on how successful the team has been? I think so. I think he does a really good job of bringing everybody together. Um, I think he's done a really good job of honing in whatever message for that particular game. Um, you know, I think it's something over a period of time, you know, you have, like, you appreciate, you know, the amount of effort that he, I'm pretty sure he puts in and the thought that he puts in to making sure those meetings go um, and be productive. And so I feel like um, as I've gotten older, I appreciate it. I appreciate it more because I, I start to see how hard that possibly is to, you know, every single game come up with a different message, different theme, different thing for um, each game and, and try to execute that message. Um, I think it's pretty cool. What are some of those messages, the themes? I mean, it could be anything. He always has a story um, that relates to the particular message. It can be the theme for 
being physical. It can be, you know, be aggressive. It's so many different things. It's just like that particular game, what we have to, to do to win that game. And, you know, we come in Monday to see if we execute it. The defense, but what's the key to making good quarterbacks uncomfortable one dimensional, if you will, without changing who you are? Just guys as physical as I think it's a lot of it is film study. A lot of it is watching and understand what are the things you like to do. Obviously, you have a really, really good uh, receiver on the outside, and so you know he's going to get his touches. And knowing where he's at, um, you know every play is important. Um, I think applying pressure when you you have it and you need it. Um, I don't think he's been sacked as much on first and second down. So, you know, trying to trying to accomplish that third down. You know, putting them in. Longer yardage situations allow us to provide pressure. So I think it's just not letting a guy like that that can have the ability to do it just sit back there and just do all of his reads and make all of his throws. You have to, you know, be aggressive and you have to, um, you know, get in his face. Bobby, what is it about the, the pass rush that you think makes the improvements you guys have made the last couple of weeks sustainable or as you push forward with your ability to get out of the quarterback? I think a lot of it is just the guys, uh, you know, being around each other and, and playing with each other. Because a lot of it is, um, you know, these are our first our first real opportunities to to run some games or do some different things together. And I think, you know, as you do it more and more, like, um, you know, you understand how somebody likes to do it. You understand like how you can trust the person to do it. And I think that's what's happened over the last like four games. Have you done any work with BT? I have. I actually did a lot of work with him um, before last game. Um, he's been really, really helpful for me. What, what's he about the way he teaches or helps, helps you, I guess? I think it's just um, a lot of like teaching is communication and being relatable and understanding like the person that you're talking to. So I think that's the, the biggest thing to me is like I've probably been coached some of those things that he's teaching, but the way that he communicates it helps me understand exactly what I need to do so that when I'm in the game, I'm not thinking about it. I'm just trusting my movements, trusting what we practice. So I think that's been the biggest thing. Anything else? Yep, appreciate it. Thank you.